Hey, it's Sarah, and I have some exciting news for you before we jump into the podcast this week. Starting this coming Monday, that's May 13th, I'm going to be running a two-week pocket planner sprint inside of my course, Published with Purpose. This is where you learn how to create, format, and design a high-value, action-oriented journal or planner and sell it around the world on Amazon. We run a live round every single year in the fall, and then in the spring, I often run our pocket planner round. This is where you get templates to create an amazing pocket or journal planner of your choice in a four by six inch size. And you get templates and all of the swipe files that you need to create something incredible in a short amount of time. During this round, I'm doing something a little bit different and I'm offering asynchronous support. So that means that you'll get one-on-one email support from me during the two weeks to ask questions about your design, your idea, marketing strategies, and so much more. I would love to support you inside of Publish With Purpose and you can find full enrollment details over at publishaplanner.com forward slash enroll. Just make sure that you check it out and join before doors close on Monday, May 13th. It's about time we talk about what it means to have a productive day off. I mean, where you're not working on your business or anything that you think you should be doing and you're actually taking time for yourself. What does that look like? For some of you, that may be difficult. I know for me, it's something I often struggle with. You're listening to episode 132 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and today we're going to be talking about just that, what it means to have a productive day off and some tips that you can use so that you can stay focused and really honor that time and mental space that we know you all need. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Welcome back to the show. I am super jazzed to talk about this topic today, about taking intentional days off and how to actually make them productive and what productivity can actually look like when your goal and your intention is to not work. Now, I know a lot of you may be thinking, well, that's counterintuitive, Sarah. Like, isn't productivity about getting more things done? Shouldn't you even maybe not be using the word productivity when you're talking about rest and breaks? And here's the thing. I know that for a lot of you listening and for myself included, I'm one of those people where I still like to have a little bit of structure to my days, right? Or when the day ends, I like to know that I set an intention and that I followed that, right? Even if my intention is to stay in bed all day and do nothing but play Animal Crossing. And when you can identify that for yourself and then run your day and give yourself full permission to feel that way and embody that feeling and move forward with that decision, that in my head is being productive because you're doing what you said you wanted to do and you're honoring that and you're honoring your needs. So that's why we're talking about it today and that's what I really mean. Let's talk about creating and sustaining a productive day off. I think one of the biggest things that I Like, I don't want to say it's necessarily a mistake, but I think 
one of the biggest things that I've overlooked when I thought about like, especially in my business, but every time I go to take a week, a weekend off or, you know, go on a little vacation getaway or even just take like an afternoon off, I don't always set an intention. And then what happens is maybe I spend four hours like, you know, journaling and then playing Animal Crossing and then like going on a walk or whatever. But then for some reason, at the end of those four hours, even though like I've taken a break and I haven't worked on my business or whatever, I still feel this like really weird guilt. And I hate that feeling so much. And what I realized was that was stemming or that was occurring because I wasn't setting an intention for my time off, right? I wasn't asking myself, what do you want to be doing? And what do you want to give yourself permission to go do? Once you establish that, everything changes, right? For example, um, this weekend, I worked a little bit on my business on Saturday. I did some of my budgeting. I have a better business budget uh, system that I use for that. And it really helps me keep track of everything in my business expenses, blah, blah, like, right, like all that non-sexy stuff that really needs to get done. And so I was a little bit behind on that. I try to do it every week. I'd missed a couple weeks. So I spent about an hour or two on Saturday doing that. Now for the rest of the weekend, I was like, I really want to not work on my business, right? Like I really want to have some time to completely unplug and not feel guilty for spending time in bed with my bulldog, drinking excess coffee, and totally just vegging out and laughing with my husband, right? Like, I don't want to feel bad about it. So that was one of the intentions that I set. And it made it so much better because sometimes even my husband and I will have these conversations where it'll be like, I don't know, midday Saturday, and we haven't really set like an intention or we haven't really had a conversation about like, what we want to do that day. And and obviously things can be flexible. But then sometimes what ends up happening is like 11 a.m., 1 p.m. rolls around and all of a sudden, you know, he'll say like, oh, I really wanted to like, you know, go um, run out today and like get Chipotle or something or like or I'll be like, oh, I really want to go to Costco and like go check out this and that. Right. And then like what happens is then we kind of feel this time crunch, right, where we feel like, oh, we only have so much time. And like and then it's It's also like, well, but I also wanted all this extra free time so that I didn't, you know, so that I had more time to do nothing. And all of a sudden the day almost, I don't know if you resonate with this, but it almost gets ridiculously like stressful or you feel kind of anxious. And it's like, why am I feeling anxious on my day off? Why am I feeling this way on a day where I get to to choose, right? I don't have calls or I don't have a, a work schedule dictating my time. Like, I get to choose my time, yet somehow I'm still make stressing myself out because I'm imposing these rules on myself like, well, you can't go to Costco at one. Like, that's too late. Like, it would have been better if you'd went when they opened at 10. Like, now your whole day's messed up. Like, ew. And But I do that to myself all the time. So one thing I also do is I'll set a time intention for my day. And this is what I mean. So sometimes I'll say, okay, like Saturday is going to roll around and maybe you're going to want to sleep in a little bit. You're kind of thinking about maybe getting out of the house and maybe running some errands, but like you're not sure yet. Sometimes I'll just tell myself like until 11 a.m., like don't even worry about it. Like stay in bed if you want to. You don't have to shower yet. You don't have to eat breakfast yet. Like you don't have to do anything and you don't have to think about anything until 11 a.m. rolls around. And that's really nice. That's really nice on a day off to give yourself time 
to almost not set an intention to. So like weirdly within itself, that's an intention, right? Like I'm not going to make myself make a decision until this time in the day, or I'm not going to worry about what me or anyone in the house might want to do until about that time. And that can kind of prevent you, if you're any anyone like me, that can kind of prevent you from getting upset about the time frame or the rest of the day or how much time you have left. So that's really important. The other kinds of things to ask yourself are like, you know, what season are you in? So if you know that over the weekend or on your time off, your day off, that you want to be outside or you want to go on a walk or you want to do something that has to do with like how much light is in the day, then that's going to help you make a decision about like where to place those things in your day. And I know for me, it's hard. Like one of the things I really struggle with is sticking to like, planned things or planned events on a day off like even if it's something I totally want to do because I somehow feel like that's restrictive I'm like oh like even if even if I'm like oh my gosh we're gonna go to an apple orchard and pick apples at 1 p.m on Sunday even though I know I literally want to do that it's gonna be like the best time ever I will sometimes dread it like Friday I'll be like on Sunday I have a thing at one right so it's interesting to just kind of notice that about yourself like maybe that means that you don't plan a ton of things on your day off like what kind of time off do you need right now right evaluating your mental energy and what's been going on in your life maybe you need a day to do nothing versus maybe you need a more structured day off the other thing I want to talk about today is just some of the things that I've been doing on my days off lately, specifically on the weekends. And then I also have um, been taking most of Tuesdays off. So I ha- I pack in my days pretty busy on Mondays. So currently Mondays, I have a client call early in the morning Monday, and then we do our weekly Q&A calls for Publish With Purpose on Mondays right now during our 60-day sprint. And so we have those. And then I'm usually answering tons of student questions, looking over, um, you know, Publish With Purpose, like materials that students have submitted. And then I'm also doing a lot of like kind of like admin stuff in the back end of my business. And it's just a packed day. It's busy. Um, usually that's a day where I like make a casserole or throw something in the Instant Pot um, or we do takeout because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be like totally burnt out. Like, well, not like burnt out but like you know what I mean like I'm done I'll be done by that time so what I usually what I found lately is I've been giving myself full permission to take half of Tuesday off so like Tuesday morning usually I don't even start my day till like 11 maybe noon um so I'll just kind of like lounge around I might go on like you know my walk and stuff like that but I don't have any Uh, intention of doing any work in my business until about 11 or noon on Tuesdays. And that's really nice. And why I've done that is that not only do I just like then not feel super mentally drained, but then I also really still feel excited about the rest of the week. And I no longer feel like, oh my God, it's only Tuesday, right? Because I've given myself that break. So I think that's that's really been helpful. So if there's like a, a space or a bubble of time in your week where you're able to be like, I don't work Friday afternoons or, you know, I don't I don't work Mondays um, or I don't even work start work. Like maybe you start working at eight most days. Maybe you don't start working till 10 on a certain day of the week. That can really, really help you kind of pace out your um, your kind of like mental stamina, if that makes sense, throughout the week. So that's one thing I've been doing. 
And the other thing I've been getting really into is over, I'd say a couple months ago, I've been getting into some more like kind of creative kind of projects that have nothing to do with technology. So I bought a like a paint by number kit a couple months ago and I had a ton of fun. I sat out on my balcony and I did that for like four hours straight. Wasn't on Instagram, wasn't, you know, um, on on the internet. I don't even think I had music playing. I think it was just me sitting out on my balcony watching the rain because we have this amazing, we're on the third floor of this apartment building and we have this amazing balcony that's completely covered so even if it's windy and rainy that it doesn't come in because like the um the roof goes like way out over our balcony so anyway so I sat out there and just like listened to the rain and watched the trees and painted and I totally disconnected from you know everything I had a break right we all need that like I for those four hours I was literally thinking about the shades of green I was using in the painting and how I wanted to do this and I was thinking about my life and what I was grateful for I wasn't thinking about the news during those four hours I wasn't thinking about my business I wasn't thinking about how many people liked an Instagram post right I was just focused really really focused in on this painting and what I was doing and if you've watched the documentary Happy which I think is still on Netflix one of the things they talk about is the research they've been doing or they've done in ha- or with happiness and how when you're actually focused on something, like really, really focused on something like knitting, right, or painting or drawing or um, even a puzzle, something like that, or a Sudoku puzzle, that's actually where your brain, like that's where you actually experience the most happiness is when you're super focused. So I've been making more time on my days off to do these super focused things. And I can't tell you the amount of just like clarity and calmness and peace and mental energy I had not only that day, but just that carried me forward for the rest of the week, like well beyond that experience. It was just so needed. And I think we forget that a lot, how important it is to really unplug and do something that's like new or creative. And like, let me be clear here. I wasn't doing a paint by number to get better at painting. Like I have no real goal to be a better painter or to be a better artist or anything like that. Like that's not, that's not why I did it. I did it because it was something that was tactical, you know, with my hands. I was focusing. I had like something telling me like which numbers to paint, which color. And there was something really nice about going through this guided practice. It was a very mindful practice that really helped me, helped my mental health a lot. So what you're doing, right, during these productive days off is not doing something because you necessarily want to be better at it or because you think you should do it, but just doing something for the experience, doing something for the motions of it, right? The other thing I've been getting really into lately, and this just started, so I'll have to keep you updated on, on how much farther down the rabbit hole I go, but I went to Marshall's the other day. It's a store in the U.S. And um, it's very similar to like TJ Maxx and Ross and all those stores. And I bought a like a puzzle. They had a puzzle. Like they're getting all the like gift stuff out for the holidays. And I bought a puzzle for like seven, eight dollars. It's a 500 piece puzzle. And I've been working on it. I'm actually going to be working on it a little more tonight. And I have had so much fun working on this puzzle that I actually went out this weekend and bought two more puzzles. So 
doing the puzzle like taught has been teaching me a lot of things and I'm like a type five on the Enneagram which means I'm always wanting to learn and know why I think certain ways or I want to I'm always asking people like really weird questions because I want to know how things work like for example I was at the dentist the other day and I was like what's the difference between a sealant and a filling and like I was asking him all these questions to the point where he was like these are really good questions. Like no one's ever asked me this. And I was laughing and I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just so curious about everything in the world. But my point is, is that I was doing this puzzle and I've really been enjoying it. And what it really made me realize, like I I was actually doing quite a lot of self-reflection, just like putting these pieces together was I realized how I wanted to do it a certain way, right? So the puzzle I'm doing, it's like kind of like a winter wonderland. It has like a big dark blue sky with some like snow coming down. And then there's like these, like it's like kind of like a a drawing. And then there's like these buildings. There's like a bookshop and a florist building. And then there's these people walking in front on the snow. So there's like this huge part of the top of the puzzle that's like all dark navy blue. So that's kind of hard to put those pieces together, right? Because like they're all the same color. And what I noticed about myself is I was like wanting to put the puzzle together in a very specific order and a very specific way. Like I wanted to have the entire outline of the puzzle done first and then I wanted to do the blue section and then I wanted to do the bookstore. And I thought it was really interesting because, you know, if you've ever done a puzzle before, you know, like that's not how it works. Like that's not how it comes together. Like You can find all the edge pieces and totally like make those come together first, right? Which is a good strategy. But um, more often than not, what happened is that little kind of like pieces and corners started to come together. Or like I would find a bunch of pieces that had like this specific color pattern and I knew they went together. So there'd be like a little island of pieces that would start to come together here. And then I would kind of just like find my way into other pieces that made sense and like so the puzzle started coming together, but it was not at all in the order I had wanted, right? And and I couldn't control it. And I and it dawned on me like, oh my gosh, like I am this person. I am always trying to control so many aspects of my life and business. And I can be so focused on trying to get it to come together in this specific order, in this specific way that I'm missing like the whole point of the experience. I'm missing the whole joy of putting together the puzzle. And like this can be so true of goals you're working on in your life or goals you're working on in your business. Like we have to realize like we can't force the puzzle. You will put it together in different areas at different times based on what you discover, based on your life, based on how you know, how you're working on it, right? So I thought that was just like a really cool metaphor that it it really reminded me like even as I'm putting together like pretty productive life and moving forward with these bigger things in my business and I'm I'm scared about it and I I want to launch it in a certain way and I, you know, I'm hoping to have so many people enroll and like by this time and that and the other and it's like at the same time it's also like I can set my goals and my intentions behind everything I'm doing, but at the end of the day, like, it's going to come together how it's going to come together. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, if you focus so much on trying to control everything, you're just going to be disappointed. And, like, I could have spent the hours I spent so far, like, trying to put together all the blue pieces first, and it would have been, like, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. You know what I mean? I probably wouldn't have gotten as far along in the whole puzzle process. So, I don't know if that's something you need to hear. Let me know. But the other thing I have been doing on my days off is playing Animal Crossing. And I know I've talked about this before too. But I um, I got a Switch Lite um, 
some months ago, like during the pandemic. And that playing Animal Crossing has been so life-giving for me because it's really, it feels like this really therapeutic game where you can move as slow or fast as you want in terms of building out your island or doing things that Tom Nook has you do. But what I really like about it is that you can also just go in there and like go water the flowers. Right now I have a ton of pumpkins. I have built like a pumpkin patch. You can like go pick your pumpkins and sell them or whatever and change your outfit. And like that's it. And it just reminded me kind of of like the simplicity of life. And like I thought it was funny because I'm like, oh, I really enjoy doing all these things in Animal Crossing. What if I enjoyed doing all those kind of similar chores in my own life? Like what if I looked at, you know, like getting ready in the morning and doing my makeup? Like what if you got like and if you don't play Animal Crossing, I'm sorry for not getting all these references. But what if you got Nook Miles for like doing your makeup every morning? Or like, you know, what if you got Nook Miles for like cleaning the kitchen? In fact, Maybe this is something I'll like implement somehow into something I teach or some kind of template I create. But I started thinking about it that way. And I was like, you know, there is little hits of serotonin and joy that you get from doing different things in your life. Like every time I brush my teeth, like (laughs) even though like I'm in my 30s and I've done it for a long time, I still feel really good. I'm like, I brush my teeth. I feel like a good person. I'm taking care of myself. And I just get that little like tinge of like yay me and I think it's worth like sinking into those little moments more you know sinking into those little moments of like champion championing yourself championing oh my gosh I cannot say that word right now I'm not gonna try again you get what I'm saying but just sinking into these moments of cheering yourself on and being like I'm doing all the little things I need to do every day and so playing Animal Crossing just kind of made me realize that too like during my days off I was like oh these are little things that I could really implement into my regular life and feel really excited about and also enjoy those things more. So those are some of the things that I've been doing on my days off. And I've really been finding that that's been really nice. So I mean, I've also been watching my fair share of TV shows and like getting into like The Vow. Oh my gosh, that documentary is crazy. Although it's a little long, like can we like wrap it up? Um, like I know they have a ton of footage, but I'm kind of like, let's get to it. Um, so those are some of the things I've been doing. If those ideas are helpful to you, let me know. Sometimes it's fun to have podcast episodes where I just kind of share some like tangible things that have been going on. I love hearing what other people do and what they're up to and it kind of can be inspiring, right? Like maybe you'll go buy a puzzle and it'll be a great little Saturday. Like you're welcome. Um, But those are some of the things that I've been doing. And so really to wrap it up, it's kind of like just really considering what your intention is for your time off allowing yourself to move as slower as fast as you need to with your decisions or what you're doing or not doing really finding ways to unplug like I mean if you want to spend your day off scrolling on Instagram like that's totally up to you but I know like as someone that's on there all the time for my business like just online in general it's been so so nice to do things that have nothing to do with technology so I have this little fantasy in my head that like someday me and my husband will just go buy a cabin in the woods and spend our days like doing puzzles and drinking hot cocoa and cutting wood in the, you know, to prep for winter and homesteading and all that kind of stuff. And that is part of my definition of success. So 
leaning into all of that. I hope that you lean into what you need on your next day off. I hope that you make time for yourself, even if it's an hour that you can give yourself this week. You know, take that time. Think about how you can space out your breaks throughout the week so that you're avoiding burnout and you're really protecting your mental energy for your creative work. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm so, so honored to have all of you listening. And it's been so fun that this podcast has been running for years now. There's no plan for it to stop. So thank you so much for being here. And I'll be back here inside your ears. That's a weird thing to say, but I'll be back next Monday. Have a great week ahead and I'll talk to you then.